and welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of The Center. This is season one, episode six, part six. This episode was written by Tom Baps, directed by Jody Lee Lights, premiered July 6th of 2017, and I gave it a nine out of ten. We are finally getting closer to the things that precipitated the events that led to two years or two months of Cora's life being mysteriously washed away from her memory following some traumatic 4th of July weekend. We start this episode picking immediately up with Mason rolling up on JD with his gun his dad got beat by him he's in the hospital he's upset but he witnesses two men leaving inside he finds the dead body of jd having been shot in the back of the head with the machine uh tool thing left on to drown out the noise of it that and the crying baby crying babies are like a siren call i have to go pick them up and canoodle them <laughs> Like, what's wrong, baby? Stop crying. He calls 911 anonymously before leaving, then throwing his gun in the lake, but not before remembering better days when he was with Cora. Mason is absolutely fuckable. I don't know if I've stated this previously, but he can have these panties. This whole scene was crazy because you see the car leaving. I'm thinking, get that license plate, bruh. (laughs) Get the license plate. He goes and he wipes his prints off the phone, but he gives it up to the police pretty easily. So I don't know why he was even covering his tracks, but I understand panicking in the moment. I knew I had a feeling that something was going to happen to JD because he was making too much noise. Like, you got a high-powered attorney getting you out. You think you can just put your dick on the table. Like, clearly, someone bigger is behind all of this. And you are shaking up the tree, and then you're escalating it with more violence. You gotta go. Speaking of fucking, though, Harry and his mistress are having a tirst. Is it called tirst? 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 Tierst? Trist. <laughs> it's Trist. They're having a Trist at the hotel when she chokes him to the point that he passes out. This freaks her out and she mentions he didn't always have to pay her in an effort to get him to open about open up about what is wrong with him because he's supposed to give the safe word. He's not, I don't know everything about these types of quote-unquote games or relationships not into any of this but she does feel as if he is closing himself off he has been the last few experiences with her she can't handle it anymore and the intimacy is gone because even though they're doing what they're doing there's still intimacy behind it so she says she can't do this anymore and ends it everyone is leaving poor harry He gets to the crime scene and the cunt is telling him to get some coffee because he looks blurry. While he points out JD's death is on her because she couldn't wait 
and it connects to Cora's trial. She tells him she's a spider in his brain. Like he's obsessed with her or something. I don't know what is her issue. Why would he not be following up on these very rational leads? And she's just so like it's getting over the top villainous uh, or laziness. <laughs> you know, the state he's coming into town. I would like to believe some people actually do their damn job, but Cora's attorney, speaking of people not doing a job, is like, you should take this deal because there's DNA evidence that you are on this blanket. Let's say it was the sister's DNA and not matching hers directly, but I guess I was wrong about that. I gotta accept when I'm wrong. And while they do have DNA on the garment they need to still prove a case and if you take what you have in front of the judge that's why what harry is doing is still viable is still what you should be doing because all you're saying is well she did it because she remembered being here but you have someone who clearly has memory issues who's clearly going through a certain trauma you don't know how frankie connects it but everything else is starting to domino effect in the place why wouldn't I continue to investigate? She actually said, the attorney, that the deal is on the table, that you can call me if you want to talk, that Harry, you can't trust him, even though he is actually doing his job. She says, I'm doing all I can to help you. Excuse me, bitch? Meaning, I'm not, I don't have the resources and I'm not doing overtime. I don't know why I've not seen her at one interview with harry like let me get the details of this case so i can see if there's anything for my client like i understand that she already pled guilty to one charge so there's not much they can do here but i feel like there's a lot she could be doing on not making sure she goes down for the second crime and the best thing would be is these sexual allegations all of this is stuff you can utilize so to say that you are doing all you can it's just absolutely bullshit back at the police station harry is doing all the math because this <laughs> she this half a really failed to graduate from any type of school like i don't understand what makes sense like i don't get it show it all to me <laughs> and then when he puts it all out there and everyone is looking like yeah this is a fucking bit this looks like a serious case like something's deep deeper going on here she's like yeah well i don't know how any of this connects to why cora killed frankie i'm gonna ignore all the other significant circumstantial evidence you're ugly you're disgusting i'm gonna kill you give me two hundred dollars she is just so over the top <laughs> either she's pushing him on purpose to this point and degree or she really is this atrocious flashback phoebe's resentment is festering even more as cora dresses for a night out with jd see women with small titties can get away with no bras and i heard after this recent survey that men prefer women with smaller titties and i can believe that because it's less it's it's enough for them to fit in 
it's, it's enough in their hands like a b cup is great for them some of us are very top heavy and can i get into those really cute outfits or things like overalls she remarks she wants to possess her body and have its way with a night on the town let's just all acknowledge that phoebe is a creep we know why she is a creep but it doesn't make it any less creepy cora won't share all her intimate secrets regarding her sex life and phoebe is concerned she isn't about that florida dream anymore like oh you got a sex life you're gonna abandon me cora's gotta sit there and placate her then she says oh i have a headache and then cora of course is like i'll sacrifice for you and then she's like no see i can be a loving generous sister and let you go out with your boyfriend except you need to text me every five minutes when you're out with him or every hour at least jd is just another dominant person in cora's life and it's those types of women that these toxic men pray to the ones that they can psychologically sexually control with drugs and you know she is prime real estate for narcissists and people to take advantage of her and she's used to being submissive to much more prevalent personalities during some sex play maddie announces her shoes are in this room and she intends to put them on to leave he commands her to sit on the bed where cora is pretty much she's like 17 18 she's in the bed she's wrapped up and tells her not to be jealous as it's beneath her like this is the situation we're in an open relationship don't be like that basically and then tells her let me finish doing what i'm doing with cora mason comes in for questioning and admits freely he went to the scene and reports what he saw and even that he was armed now she ain't breathing down his ass thinking he must have did it like he's allowed to apparently (laughs) be given some reasonable doubt at least a little bit but yeah he had reason to want to go there of course and hurt this person because he hurt his father he put him in the hospital that's not an irrational thing anyone would want to do but he didn't do the crime so harry goes to his old home to water the plants but wifey tells him he's no longer welcome he admits he's been trying all this time he has really been trying and she hopes that that gets easier for him he has a meltdown in the rain mason comes to visit cora and tells her what has happened that jd is dead the two reconcile as he knew something was wrong with her their entire relationship and never compelled her to talk about it he never kind of wanted to know Uh, she tells him together when she was with him she was happy so he says it's not all on you she then calls harry now intent to be with her family to allow her out to survey where the crime scene originally was found she hears that he has given up within his voice he admits he hit a wall with the case or yourself i like their very 
direct way of speaking to each other they just seem to understand where the other is coming from and i think that's why they have such a, a close connection and that's explored a little bit later in this in the episode when they go by her house she implores him not to give up as she knows he's done more for her than anyone else but she still needs him flashback phoebe is in the hospital after passing out and now her t-cells are elevated mom is in despair dad is in despair it looks like she might finally be coming to an end she just crawls in bed with her sister and holds her hand cora does harry proposes in the present the idea to the stadies of letting her review the crime scene maybe she'll confess something to me they say it's up to judge baird who has to agree she said no hell no so he plays the i know that i let you out of a dui when you were just a district attorney card flashback jd disgustingly but very accurately tells cora that her constant need to check in with phoebe and phoebe's dependent relationship on her is rather a selfish desire to live her life through her and she will remain a shell of a person if she doesn't let go as phoebe won't let her and has not made any indication of true love of letting her go and pursue her own life but the woman is dying it is an unconscionable burden between both women like i see it from both sides phoebe was only born into what phoebe was born into and she's been even more restricted than cora has been he takes her phone away from her harry gets cora for two hours but only 30 minutes to be at the like i thought that was bullshit travel time should not be included and why is it so damn far but uh, harry gets cora for two hours and upon the tour knows she has been to this place before but no memories are coming back to her flashback once again cora gets home and is pulled into the second or like fifth manipulator in her life pulling her in another direction phoebe is morose saying that she is going to die using her condition to play on cora's emotions soliciting some comfort she just don't want her to tell her about her sex life but to show her hey bro what oh my god they leave the beverage club she and harry stop by her childhood home as she expresses how her world was in that room with phoebe most of her entire life she asks if his wife asked him to move out and why he says he's no good at talking she says neither am i and he replies people think we all start off in the same place but we don't she wants to go back to the club as they may have missed something but they are late as it is so he decides to just take a gamble put his job on the line not even fair (laughs) she locates another property on the estate and seeing the familiar door 
all of us know that we are exactly where it happened she starts to begin to feel sick he tells her you don't have to go through this but she does and just as she's going down the steps says i remember now and then it ended no! they're really teasing this out all right <laughs> that is how you're supposed to do a mystery doesn't mean i have to like it really good episode i now wonder what's gonna happen for harry because he's really put his job on the line now they said two hours or there will be a warrant issued for your arrest he did receive a phone call we didn't hear what was stated during said phone call but i have a feeling that police are on their way if you want to send feedback for the next episode or comment you can below blackarkach at gmail.com my social media will be below as well remember to like share subscribe if you have time run over to itunes rate the podcast leave a review until next time peace hair grease and black magic